In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, believe it or not, October is already halfway over, and we're not that far from the end of another church year. In about a month, we will wrap up Luke's Gospel for Lectionary Cycle Year C and begin the story of Jesus again, this time using Matthew as our primary text. But before all of that, Luke will take time to turn to questions of the end, questions about God's kingdom, questions about what God's big plans are for us and for all of creation. So we do have a little bit of time left to spend in Luke's gospel before we hit that liturgical calendar reset button. And today, Luke gives us another one of Jesus's parables, a little less familiar than the ones we've been hearing so far, the parable of the unjust judge and the persistent widow. Now, compared to the stories we've heard about lost sheep and lost coins, shrewd managers, dinner party advice, Lazarus and the rich man, this parable might seem to be a little forced or contrived. Jesus seems to be making a point about what God is not like, but it may feel like that comparison doesn't exactly work like it should. In this parable, Jesus tells his disciples about the need to be persistent in prayer. He starts out with an unjust judge, a man who is in position of authority and who neither fears God nor has any respect for the people he has authority over. Then there's a widow, a woman without any authority or power who continually comes to him asking for justice. Some translations say she nags him all the time. And finally, because of that nagging, the harsh judge eventually relents and gives the widow what she's asking for, even if it's just to get her out of his hair. And Jesus's point seems to be that if we can be that persistent in prayer, imagine how a loving God will be so much quicker to respond. But there's a problem with that message that Christians have generally pulled from this parable. I mean, sure, it's good to be encouraged in prayer, to come to God with our needs and our concerns. But what is the message to those who are not eventually granted the justice they deserve? Have they not prayed enough? Have they somehow not persisted? As usual, these parables ask us to dig a little bit deeper. When Jesus begins this parable, it would not have sounded like a straightforward comparison as it does to us today. It actually would have sounded more like the setup to a joke. The disciples would have known judges like the one Jesus talks about. Men in positions of authority and power who lorded it over the people. And a judge, by the way, wouldn't be the one we imagined in a courtroom with a gavel. But the judges of Israel were like 
rulers or kings, warlords, protectors. The judge in this parable would have been found in a throne room, not a courtroom. And this judge is the epitome of human power and its misuse. He has no fear of God, who was the one who appointed judges, if you recall in the Hebrew Bible. And this judge has no respect for people, despite that job description of a judge being to look after people and to care for them. Yet still the disciples would recognize this no good judge in many of the ones who ruled over them at the time. They would have known what the abuse of power actually looked like in real life. But the joke part comes in when we get to the widow. Widows were at the bottom of society. They were property without owners. The best a widow could hope for was to beg on the streets or to collect the leftover grain that wasn't good enough to harvest. Widows had no power or place in the world. And widows would not be allowed to speak to any judge, especially in public. Yet this widow comes to the judge so much that she wears him down, but not just wears him down by bothering him. The Greek actually is more accurate to say that she gives the judge a black eye with her persistence, a black eye both physically and in reputation. This lowly widow spoils and tarnishes this powerful judge's resolve and reputation. But the funny part is this would never ever happen in Jesus's world. It's an absurd idea. And yet, Jesus tells us in the parable that this widow tears down this judge. And Jesus's point seems to be like that God is not like this judge at all. But let's take a moment to think about that. If God is so opposite to the unjust judge, isn't a just judge, nearly the same in every way to the unjust judge, except for a key few differences? Don't both occupy positions of power and privilege? Aren't both authorities in their community? Are not both asked to be arbitrators of justice? Isn't the only difference between an unjust judge and a just one the length of time it takes to respond to injustice? That hardly makes them opposites, if you ask me. So what is the opposite of the unjust judge? Well, the parable actually gives us some clues. There's one character who is the opposite in every way to the unjust judge. There's one character who is powerless, who has no authority who's deeply concerned with justice and who is quick and persistent to act. That's the widow. So could it be that when Jesus tells the disciples that God is unlike, even opposite to the unjust judge, that God is more like the widow? If we can only imagine God in human terms, that God must be powerful and authoritative and control and ruling over us, then we would never predict a widow like God. 
But then again, consider who it is who's actually telling us this parable. The one who was conceived through an unwed teenage mother? The one who was born in a manger, raised by unremarkable peasant parents? The one who becomes a wandering and homeless rabbi who can only count a mere 12 people as his followers? The one who will be arrested, tried, executed as a common criminal on a cross? Is not Christ more widow-like than the unjust judge? In Christ, God is a widow-like character. God chooses to give up power and authority and might in order to relate with and empower the lowly. God meets the systems and structures of human power with weakness. And God gives that power a black eye with God's persistent demand for justice. God stands up to the powers of the world and exposes their dark ambitions and actions with reconciliation, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. God is not the judge who will only hear our cries if we ask loudly enough. God is not the uncaring judge, afraid of no one and without respect for life. God in Christ is the widow who comes to us from the bottom. God is the widow who cries out to us for justice, who calls us to respect and love and care for people, for those around us in need. God is the one who shows us an absurd world where the first shall be last and the last shall be first, where forgiveness and mercy is considered shrewd management, where sitting at the lowest spot at the table is actually the place of honor, and where the downtrodden and the forgotten, like poor Lazarus, are welcomed into the open arms of Abraham. Jesus has been pointing us to this reality the whole time. The reality that in God's world, everything that our society says is important and valuable is turned on its head, upside down. And God comes to us using love, mercy, and relationships to bring about the kingdom. God is not just the one granting justice, but also the one seeking justice. God is not just the one who listens to our cries, but the one who cries out to us, calling us to see the kingdom of God right here, right now. God is the one who meets us in the lowly Christ, yet who turns injustice to justice, brokenness into healing, sin into forgiveness, and death into life. Today, unexpectedly, God comes to us in a way we could never imagine. And I pray that we will all be just as persistent and tenacious as that frustrated widow because there are things in this world 
that are worth nagging about. Amen.